This week, for no reason in particular, we're discussing our favorite Simpsons episodes. This is Body Counts and Beer. Hello and welcome to a gorgeous mini-sode of Body Counts and Beer. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. I'm local oaf John Rooney. <laughs> and this week, uh, in apropos of nothing, <laughs> since we had a full episode last week to celebrate Solo, a Star Wars Solo by Solo for Solo, yep. but Can not you? the movie Solo with Mario Van Peebles, nope. just a Solo. Correct. Yeah. Not a red cup, a movie. Yep. Uh, and next week we'll have another mini-sode that's probably related to something. <laughs> Whatever movie we're going to watch, who knows? Uh, it could be you. <laughs> it probably won't be, though. It I probably mean, won't be. But, like, are you a movie? Because maybe. Sure, yeah. <laughs> hey, you out there, if you are John Wick, come to my apartment. Seriously, we need to get a copy of that. Yeah, I, I promise I won't shoot your dog. <laughs> we'll ju- we just want to goof on you for a minute. Uh, so this week, uh, we are going to be discussing, for funsies, uh... Our favorite Simpsons episode. Because yeah. why the fuck not? We've done everything else. Yeah. Uh, uh, there has literally not been a year in my life that there have not been Simpsons episodes. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Wow. Weird, right? Yeah. I remember watching the very first Simpsons episode when it premiered. Yeah, the uh, Simpsons roasting on an open fire. That's right, oh, where yeah. they get yep, Santa's yep, little yep. helper. Yep, yep. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah I uh, did not watch that. Oh, I did. I remember very much. We were very looking forward to it a lot because we used to watch The Simpsons on the Tracy Ullman show. Nice. Uh, So many psychiatrist jokes. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, moving on. Our favorite Simpsons episodes. Let's begin. Let's go around the horn. Patrick. What is your favorite Simpsons episode? I'm going to go with the Prohibition episode where they start making gin in the bathtub in their basement. Yep. Homer versus the 18th Amendment. Yes. Right. With oh. the beer baron. Yes. Oh, and the fog of uh, exploded alcohol gas that hovers just over Evergreen Terrace. <laughs> and uh, Dave Thomas as the wisecracking 1940s noir detective. Yeah. That's right. Who and that's catapulted out of Springfield. Yep. <laughs> Uh, and that's not Dave Thomas, founder of Wendy's. No. That is Dave Thomas of SCTV fame. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, speaking of which, one of the books holding up the microphone tonight is Dave Thomas. Uh, no, no, it's not. It's never mind. It's not my Dave Thomas <laughs> Second City book. Oh, no. It's called Make Them Laugh. It has nothing to do with Second City. Fuck it. Never mind. I'm also Moving a huge on. fan of the Rube Goldberg rail system that bowling balls get from Homer's house to Moe's and back. Well, even Marge is impressed by it. Yeah. No. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, Homer Homer is... And this was in the midst of Homer slowly Eric Matthewsing yeah. from, like, competent human being to complete dum-dum. Yeah. He went from being angry in the early seasons to being stupid. Yeah. Yes. That was his big character transformation. I, and that even went from uh, that, like, Walter Matthau growly voice in the yeah. early seasons to that Hello, more, like... Boy. To that more, like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's a really good episode. But I love that even, even though Homer is dumb, when he needs to apply himself for something, he always has enough brain power to muster <laughs> yeah. Yeah. for that. Or he, like, ass backwards is his way into yes. it. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a big ass. God, I, I love when uh, Rex Harris is having the, uh, the birthday Sunday surprise. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just very sad. It hasn't been a very happy birthday for Rex. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, the law's the law. If it wasn't, I'd kill anyone that looked at me, caca. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's something I just say all the time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that actually established Dave Thomas's relationship with the uh, producers of that season, uh, Bill Oakley and Josh Weinstein. So when they spun off to do Mission Hill, he plays the grumpy uh, teacher in the shitty high school that the younger brother goes to. Oh, interesting. It's yeah. Dave Thomas. I have not seen Mission Hill. Uh, it's great. That's what I hear. Uh, I'm going to have to look that up somewhere. Does you can exist? watch it all on YouTube. Oh, interesting. Really? Yep. With the original music. Because oh. much like uh, a lot of like the state and other things that would use like licensed music. Oh, sure, sure. When like you get Murphy the D- Brown. Yeah, when you get the DVD, they didn't re-up the licensing agreements. Right. So it's yeah. just generic music. Yeah, I remember when I got the Freaks and Geeks when they finally released Freaks and Geeks the yeah. final series. Like, they were able to get the licenses like to most of things. the music, yeah. but there was like, some like huge differences that they just could not get. Uh, Same as WKRP in Cincinnati. They re-released a DVD set of that that has the music. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That took a while to do. Uh, And that's why they've never released Murphy Brown on like DVD or like streaming is because every episode is like wall-to-wall Motown songs (laughs) and nobody wants to write all those 14-cent checks to Barry Gordy. I didn't realize that was the reason. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, John, favorite Simpsons episode? Boy, I there are I have so many go to favorite episodes, but I think my all time favorite is a very polarizing episode. Frank Grimes, sure. Homer's em- Homer's, Homer's enemy. enemy, not Homer's anemone, <laughs> where he goes to the Great Barrier Reef. <laughs> but it is absolutely it, it is so funny and so biting, and I get why people don't like it because it kind of breaks the Simpsons after that. Because it's just Frank Grimes is a new employee at the nuclear power plant, and he's just a guy. He's just a normal human being (laughs) driven to insanity, to homicidal insanity by the mere existence of Homer Simpson. Right. Uh, And this is, yeah, that is the episode that definitively changed Homer from like mildly competent human being to complete like slob. Yeah. Like delusional stupid uh, obtuse and it just it breaks any semblance of reality that the Simpsons had been grounded in more so than the NASA episode right (laughs) because the NASA episode goes to such great pains as to like create a reason why this is such an unusual situation but then Frank Grimes just comes to their house and it's just like you live in a palace with lobster for dinner. You went to outer space. <laughs> you haven't been. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it, it just, it underlines, like, it's not possible to do a grounded episode of The Simpsons after that. Because you can't have them have money troubles when they have two cars and a three-story house. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, you yeah. can't square that circle <laughs> when an in-universe character electrocutes themselves yeah. because they just can't handle Homer Simpson. <laughs> but aside from that, it is also a hilarious episode. Oh, yeah, God, it is Hank Azaria does a perfect performance of a very boring person. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Frank Grimes, uh, if you haven't seen the episode, first of all, dummy, get 
damn it. Uh, second of all, he plays a guy named Frank Grimes, who is one of those human interest stories you see on the news, where it's like yeah. he like ran into a silo and it blew up. Yeah. yeah, he has had just nothing but pain and bad luck in his life, and he finally gets a correspondence degree in nuclear physics. Yes, and Mr. Burns is just like, bring me that man. I want to make him my executive vice president. And by the time he shows up the next day, Mr. Burns has already seen like a same story about a dog that saves someone's yeah. life. Yeah. And that's it, it breaks more than just Homer and the, and the Simpsons family. It breaks all of Springfield because, again, like Mr. Burns is hiring people he has seen on a TV show. Right. right? What world leader would be dumb enough to do that? <laughs> yeah. uh, but also just like the way that the entire social system of the Simpsons universe is so accepting and encouraging of Homer is what finally snaps Frank Grimes. Right, like when he, Frank Grimes' big move to defeat Homer Simpson is to poorly uh, alter a flyer for, for a children a children's nuclear design contest. Homer enters it uh, against... Against Martin, children. Yeah, against yeah. Martin Prince and <laughs> Ralph Wickham. Yep. Uh, Ralph brings a dollhouse, yes. gets thrown off, and in the perfect... He, he doesn't know what to do, so Wickham just yells, Get off the stage, <laughs> sweetie! <laughs> Which, boy, I have said that in my head in meetings so many times. <laughs> when, like, a fucking executive comes in and tells a dumb shit joke and then just stands there for a while. Get off the stage, sweetie. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, Homer wins that contest. And the whole time, Grimes is like, Look at that! He's in a contest for kids! And his friends legitimately go, Yeah, and they're beating the pants <laughs> off! They're so proud of him for beating children. Yeah. It's a fantastic episode. It's so good. Uh, and the fact that he, that Grimes does die at the end, and it ends the funeral, and Homer's snoring at the funeral, yeah. and everyone laughing at his antics <laughs> is so great. Yeah, the fact that he is purposefully disrespected every moment of yeah. that episode for the crime of doing nothing of wrong. Existence. Yeah. Of existence and perseverance. Right. Uh, the only demerit I can give that episode is it did eventually lead to the Frank Grimes Jr. episode. An episode I still have not and never will see. Ooh, it's real bad. I'll bet. Oh, I think it that sounds the, bad. I think that's the Carnival episode. I think this one only go to Brazil, maybe? No, there, it's a, I know that it's a Sideshow Bob episode. Yes. Sideshow and Bob. that's all I know about Yeah. It. But then, like, it turns out, like, they end up working with Sideshow Bob. I don't remember. It's real bad. Yeah. Anyways, Mark... Oh, go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I don't like... The Simpsons has started doing sequel episodes. Right. And they've all been terrible. <laughs> Correct. They did a Camp Krusty sequel episode that did not start with them coming back from Tijuana. <sighs> Come on! <laughs> uh, Mark, favorite Simpsons episode. Uh, I'm going to go with my hands-down favorite episode uh, and what I think is... Probably the funniest single episode of you the You are Simpsons. wearing a t-shirt of it as we speak. A t-shirt you purchased for me, John. <laughs> uh, thank you. Uh, and it is You Only Move Twice, the episode where Homer uh, unwittingly becomes the hench person of a maniacal Bond villain. Uh, amazingly played by Albert Brooks. Yeah, doing... it's the best A. Brooks. Albert Brooks was the secret weapon of The Simpsons for the first few years. Yes. Uh, he did Jacques from the uh, uh, Life in the Fast Lanes, yeah, where Marge he... considers having an affair with him. 
it's not quite breakfast it's, and it's, it's not, not quite, quite lunch, but it comes with a piece of cantaloupe. You don't get as full as you would in a full meal, but you get a good meal. <laughs> uh, he played, was it Brad Stevens? He played. Like, oh, the, yeah, the, yeah, the like self esteem, yeah. yeah, be like yeah, the yeah. boy. Be like the boy. Yeah. And then uh, Hank Scorpio, Mr. Scorpion yeah. himself. And he uh, is the villain in The Simpsons movie. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and in this particular episode, Homer. Uh, by luck alone is chosen as the second most tenured person at the nuclear power plant after Skinner after Smithers, Smithers. Uh, is given a Can job. Can a man walk down the street without being offered a job? <laughs> uh, Homer is offered a job by a brand new company uh, in a brand new town and he immediately uproots the family much <laughs> to their consternation uh, to go work for this man uh, Hank Scorpio and along the way of course it turns out he's a Bond villain and everyone hates the town and they end up leaving what I love about Albert Brooks episodes of The Simpsons and this one specifically is that Albert like Albert Brooks would almost entirely ad-lib his lines yeah. which is very difficult to do for animation because it takes a very long time to do animation. Right. Uh, but Albert Brooks gives no fucks. <laughs> well, and what's great is they record Albert Brooks and Dan Castellaneta as Homer in this at the same time. Right. Which is very rare because, again, like, scheduling that is a nightmare. Right. But there's, like, such great back and forths. Specifically, the hammock sequence. Yes, yeah, yeah, is yeah. just amazing. Uh, and that's all Albert Brooks just like riffing off the top of his head, and Dan Castellaneta as Homer reacting as Homer, basically going, "Oh, yeah." It's just, it's so perfect. It's so great. Oh, the hammock district. Yeah. Uh, it, that, that episode has so many great jokes. Uh, just built around Hank Scorpio that I think some of the other stuff kind of gets forgotten about and it's great Bart goes to the remedial class yes, yep. and he starts going around and asking what happens like one kid's like I start fires yep. and it gets to the last kid's like I'm Canadian eh <laughs> I'm Canadian and they think I'm slow <laughs> eh uh, I love how he describes them as kids with mittens pinned to their jackets all year <laughs> round <laughs> they have to they write on circles of paper Yes. And safety scissors. I love uh, Lisa's allergic to everything. Yeah. Uh, Marge develops a very non-problematic drinking problem. problem. Yeah, she drinks half a glass of wine a day. I know I doctors know recommend a full glass, but I just can't drink that much. Uh, and then, you know, the Scorpio stuff. Uh, probably the best exchange in the entire episode, besides the hammock one, is a brief thing where Homer approaches his boss in his secret lair, <laughs> standing at the helm of a doomsday yeah. laser. <laughs> And he's like, what can I do for you? I was like, oh, I was just hoping if I could get some sugar for my coffee. He's like, sugar, sugar. Oh, here you go. He pulls a handful of sugar, <laughs> loose sugar from his pockets. And he goes, sorry, it's not in packets. Do you want some cream? Mm, no. no. God, I also love uh, your shirt. The uh, yeah. I didn't even give wearing you my, my coat. coat. <laughs> and it's just wearing it backwards, clearly. Uh, I also am a big fan of when he first meets Hank yep. Scott. See a man say goodbye to his shoes <laughs> once, <laughs> because that implies yes, he's seen it once before this, or he's talking about the time right then. <laughs> and either way is hilarious. Yes. It's amazing. It's also I think that was the season premiere of a season of The Simpsons. So when they do the moving out of Springfield, they say goodbye to every character in The Simpsons. Right. It 
feels like, oh, this could be a whole new start to The Simpsons. And it's it's not. It's, it's not. not even they gone. go back on that yeah. immediately. Yeah, they go home and Otto and his girlfriend are squatting in their house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, great. Well, any uh, let's uh, do some honorable mentions. I mean, I know it's very hard to pick your favorite Simpsons. Patrick, you got any honorable mentions Simpsons episodes? I mean, definitely uh, the fights with Shelbyville episodes. Oh yeah, sure. So, uh, Lemon of Troy. The Lemon of Troy. Yeah, yeah. Great Shake Harder Boy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where the uh, Shelbyville, the rival town, steals their lemon tree. Yeah, yeah classic episode. John, any uh... boy, uh, twenty-two shorts. Films about Springfield That's a great one. is an all-time classic. Uh, really, just any of the uh, Bill Oakley, Josh Weinstein seasons. Sure. Uh, that's like season six to about season eight. Yeah. Uh, no. And there's some overlap on both sides of that, just by the way that production seasons worked on The Simpsons. Uh, but they are, like, hands down my favorite showrunners. They captured the, like, weird John Schwartzwelder silliness of The Simpsons. But they also had a lot of episodes that were, like, really meaningful to The Simpsons. Uh, and they were the first Simpsons showrunners to have, like, lived with The Simpsons for a while. So they were, like, really into the, like, minutia of Simpsons lore. Like, right. they gave Mr. Burns a definitive age. And they, like, specifically answered all these, like, long-time questions. Yeah. Um, for me, honorable mention... Uh, I don't think I can go any further without uh, Marge versus the Monorail. Sure, Monorail. Yeah. Uh, written by Conan O'Brien, uh, who uh, worked at The Simpsons there uh, after uh, leaving SNL and then became a fucking talk show host. Yep. Uh, out of nowhere. Yeah. yeah. Out of fucking nowhere. Uh, Marge versus the Monorail is one of like the best plotted Simpsons episodes. Uh, it just got a really great uh, like arc for everybody involved. Uh, plus, it features a great performance by Phil Hartman uh, as Lyle Landley, the music man yeah. as shithead who shows up in town. So good. Um, and of course, I mean, anytime Phil Hartman showed up on the show, I, I'm on board. Lionel Hutz, like Red Blazer Realty, that whole thing. Oh, yeah, that's a great little <laughs> uh, There's set. the truth and, and the, the truth. truth. <laughs> um, or also, uh, of course, Troy McClure, stop this planet of the apes, I want to get off. Um... And All that you stuff. told me he was dead. No, no, I tell he sleeps with the fishes. You see, hey, I'm eating gubba goo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Phil Hartman, I think, uh, alongside Albert Brooks, was like one of the secret weapons of the Simpsons. He was on so much, he was basically a cast member. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what was great is it was always like, oh, Phil Hartman, man of a thousand voices. One and a half? Yeah, <laughs> three at most. <laughs> yeah. Like, they would try to have him do, like, some incidental voices. On, right. Like, like uh, the one where Bart gets hit by a car and he plays Lionel Hutz. He also plays like the uh, announcement in the escalator in heaven. And it's just so clearly Phil Hartman hard, right. that it's distracting. Yeah. So they eventually just gave him like named characters. To right. Do. Uh, he also played Bill Clinton, I think, in the Clinton Dole episode with the aliens. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Because uh, he did that on SNL for a while. Right, right. Boy, that's um, another classic episode. Yeah, yeah, that was really good. Uh, any other, uh, baby? Do you have a favorite Simpsons episode? While oh, we've, here? we've got a special call-in guest <laughs> all the way from over there in the room. Uh, I was doing laundry for most of us, so I don't know. Did you mention the one where Millhouse's parents get divorced? Ooh, that's no, a good I didn't. Oh, a Millhouse, a Millhouse divided. Yes. Yep. Uh, fantastic. Uh, episode uh, at the end Kirk Van Houten sings Can I Borrow a Feeling that's yeah. right 
And on the CD that uh, my wife and I had made as party favors for our guests. Oh, uh-huh. so not even Simpson Sing the Blues, but like no, no, a no, CD no. you made. We made a our mix CD. Favor. We yeah. made a yeah, our wedding favor. We made a mix CD of like love songs yeah. and like love adjacent <laughs> songs. In a CD booklet. In a CD booklet. Both yeah. of which now obsolete. Yeah, yep. of course. Yeah. Uh, but the hidden. It'd be a Spotify playlist yeah. today. Yeah. Yeah. But the hidden unlabeled track oh. was Kirk Van Houten singing Can I Borrow a Feeling? Nice. And it and it, the last thing anybody would hear if you listen to the whole thing was, what do you say, Luann? Do you want to get back together? Ew, no! <laughs> <laughs> Which is just such the perfect screw you ending. Yeah, yeah. it's Because so it right. builds to this beautiful crescendo that you think everything's going to go back to the status quo. And the fact that she says... You. Yeah. <laughs> She's disgusted it's by so him. Perfect. Oh, it's no. also great because she dates an American gladiator yeah. and they atlasphere our way on a date. <laughs> That's right. They run. Yeah, I just love the dinner party when they're playing Pictionary. <laughs> it's <laughs> dignity. You want me to show it to the dog because the dog will get it. <laughs> and then they bring Lisa in singing to just like bring yeah. attention. <laughs> it's a grand old flag. <laughs> well, uh, what's this? It's a door. Use it. <laughs> it's like, is that what my 40s is going to be like? Working uh, as a kid, but yeah. That episode is so great. It also has Homer visiting Kirk and his bachelor pad. Yeah. I sleep please. in a race car. Do you? No, I, I sleep, sleep in a bed with, with my, my wife. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Fantastic episode. I always forget, like, Millhouse is such a great character to just get dumped on. Oh, yeah. oh sure. Thrillho. Yeah, <laughs> I love the, almost uh, all of my electronic devices are named Thrillho or Thrillhouse. <laughs> the uh, the Radioactive Man episode where he plays Fallout Boy. Oh yeah, and is just a montage of disillusionment and abuse. <laughs> yeah, although demerits for giving us the band Fallout Boy. Yeah. that's not their fault. <laughs> it is. They created the name and then someone took it. Yeah, I guess you're right. They should have fought for their intellectual property. Yeah, <laughs> what are you doing, Fox? Probably not. You dumb dumbs. Earning millions of dollars dollars, a second. Like, uh, the only, like, secondary Simpsons product that I will wholeheartedly recommend is the first run of the Radioactive Man comic books. Okay. Because they're written, like, in-universe comic books. So the first one is, like, Radioactive Man number one, where it's like, look out, it's a nuclear bomb. And it's written in that, like, bombastic, Stanley, like early comic book style and then the second issue is like issue 157 and it's the like Dark Knight Returns <laughs> and like the Watchmen and like it, it it goes on like that for the first like five issues it skips around and does just general comic book style parodies interesting I did like not the, know that. it ends on like a 1990s Todd McFarlane Spider-Man parody <laughs> oh, that sure. is just incredible nice I think the Simpsons ephemera that I would go to bat for is the old Simpsons four-player arcade cabinet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, when it had great. Bart in the blue shirt. Yep. Hitting people with a skateboard. Yeah. Yep. Uh, uh, Marge still had the life in hell bunny ears. That's right. And she hit people with her uh, vacuum. Uh, vacuum cleaner. Yeah. Uh, Lisa had her sacks and Homer just punched people. Yep. And Smithers was a jewel thief that threw bombs. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like that was just a reskinned Ninja Turtles game that they didn't tell anybody about. Oh, yeah. hands down, because it was made, it was, yeah, that was a Konami game. I believe so, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, basically, they just like, hey, uh, Konami, a Japanese company that doesn't get The Simpsons yet. 
because it's not been translated for mm-hmm. you. No. Here's some character designs and some vague ideas of what the Simpsons are. Make a punch. Go. Yeah. <laughs> Make the same game you've been making for every other cabinet. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm all right with that, though. Most yeah. of those cabinets are pretty great. Yeah, Ninja yeah. Turtles, X-Men, and the Simpsons all have mm-hmm. pretty much the same game mechanics. Yeah. Oh, and Captain America and the Avengers. Yeah. That's a good, yeah, yeah, yeah. solid one. Mm-hmm. Although, if you're at the arcade just by yourself, a great single-player beat-em-up is the uh, Punisher. The Punisher. Oh, cool. It's great. Awesome. Well, uh, I think that just about does it for this mini-sode. I'm Mark Rosenthal. I'm Patrick Bromley. Mono Doe! And we'll see you next time. Godspeed. Body Counts and Beer is Patrick Bromley, John Rooney, and Mark Rosenthal. Please subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a rating or review. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, all that good stuff. And if you want to get in touch with us, email us at bodycountsofbeer at gmail.com.